If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to Headstuff Plus. phone-in show. My name is Dave Coffey. The usual phone lines are open, so get calling. I'm going to kick things off this week with our topic of the week. This week we're talking about bizarre antiques. Stella, what did you find in your granny's basement? My grandmother was alive when the Titanic went down. Okay, yeah. And though she didn't travel on the boat herself, she was a shipbuilder daughter a shipbuilder's daughter yeah yeah so she worked in um belfast yeah 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 harland and wolf yeah i'm sorry her 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 father did her mother her mother did sorry yeah yes um her father was a small weak man looked like pipe cleaners from what i can tell he looked like he was made of pipe cleaners What's the difference? Sorry, no, I was just clarifying what you were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, her mother looked like she was made of kegs. Kegs of beer, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Just general kegs. kegs. Could contain anything. Uh, cider. Penis. That's a beer. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stout, which is a type of beer. Uh, but yeah, I take your point. Okay. Yeah. Um, oil. So she was <laughs> a keg of oil, yeah. She was a stout woman. This is your great-grandmother. My great-grandmother, yes, correct. And she worked, she built, she helped build the Titanic. Yes. So what was the bizarre antique that you found then in your granny's basement? I found a, I'm I'm calling in because I'm hoping that someone will be able to help me figure out what it is because I don't know what it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's very long. It's made of um kind of um, a timber on one side yeah. and and a kind of um um a crystal maybe a, a pink pink crystal on the other side okay um it looks like um between something like a wand and a spoon a wand and a spoon so it's how when you say it's quite long what do you mean oh i'm talking as long as i am and i'm very long okay so like <laughs> 6 foot kind of well, well, I'm six two. Yeah. Um, and uh, this would be yes, about the, yeah. Let's say six two. Okay, about six foot. Let's say what you said. Yeah, and it's wood on one side and a, and a pink crystal on the, on other. the other side. And it's then shaped it, like a spoon. It, mm, no, um, it's it's. I think. It, what I want to do when I pick it up is stir, stir. but it's pointy. <laughs> it's pointy, on one end. Yeah. yeah, and flat on the other. Flat on the other end. And like you, a, like a paddle. A paddle. Uh, for rowing. Is a paddle pointy? Um, <laughs> like a a paddle weapon. I mean, I don't know how <laughs> how old this thing is. Um, I mean, it looks like it could be magical, or it definitely looks historical. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it was something to do with the Titanic. Well, actually, what makes you think it's related to the Titanic? Just because that's the only thing I know about her. Right. And this definitely belonged to your great granny. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. My um, grandmother had no other family. Right. Apart um, from her father. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, 
I have an antiques uh, dealer who's who's on the line. He, he we knew we were, we were going to be talking about antiques today. Yes. Um, Roger, what do you make of this? Um, I would be very interested in this um, artifact. Yes, it sounds like a soup spoon. It's not a soup spoon. Again, it's yes. Six, it's six foot, about six foot long. long soup spoon. And it's well, but it's pointy. Back in the days of the Titanic, of course, people needed to uh, get the soup from a longer distance. Why? It was all in one big uh, pot. A big pot, right? Yes. So it's a soup spoon. I'd say it'd be worth um, five euro. So Sorry. if you sell what? it to me, then I no <laughs> no, no no I won't no then I won't sell I it for would five uh, oh I'd find some kind of use for it. But surely if it's from the Titanic, uh, if it's even related to the Titanic, mm, yes, and, uh, presumably, then it's worth. I would think that it'd be worth more than I five euro because it'd be collectors who would be no no <laughs> ten a penny. These are very common. I wouldn't even bother. You could just leave it out in the bin and I'll come and collect it Well, no, it I wasn't calling. I really love it. I love this no, spoon. No, it's, it's dangerous. No, well, I... Well, it does dangerous. sound dangerous because it's it got a pointy be, end. But I mean, you should you give know, it over to me. Things are only dangerous in the wrong hands and I'm very skilled stuff. at using it. I'm very skilled at ha- using it. Well, how could you be skilled in using it, Stella, when you didn't know what it was till five minutes ago? Because I've used it for absolutely everything. Oh. And, and, and honed... My okay, so what do you use it for, for then? Absolutely everything. Like literally everything. Literally. Like you wake up in the everything. morning, you brush your hair with it, you put your clothes on with it. You're exactly saying my day. <laughs> wow. So you're really attached to this thing. Oh, I carry it around on a strap, and then when I get tired of carrying <laughs> it on my back, I put a little um, wheel on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and just kind of tell us. Drag it around. Wow. Is there anything you can't do with this contraption? Well, I mean, I wouldn't say there's anything I can do with it. But you just said you do everything with it. I do everything with it, but it doesn't do anything well. Okay. (laughs) You certainly can't cast spells with it. And definitely not brush your hair. I mean, I'm just, it's like, you know, (laughs) imagine getting a spatula and rubbing it over your head. Like you're pretending, really. Now, um, can you drink soup with it? Well, that's something I haven't tried. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Roger, it doesn't sound. Um, it doesn't sound like. Um, it doesn't sound good for for drinking soup because one end is pointy. Yeah. Which you would think is probably the more important end, and then the other end is completely flat. And Generally, it's a the pointy end is, is the important, important end. end of things, <laughs> yes, the other end is flat and well, has the other, a the pink, pink crystal, crystal in it, which must which, be boring. And it I'd makes say, noise sometimes. Yeah, no, you can ignore that and just. Well, um, you mentioned magic earlier. It's not. Huh? You mentioned it that it doesn't do magic. Yeah, it doesn't do that any magic. Like a strange, so you can just get rid of it. That seems like a strange thing to 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 bring up. The um. The spoon. What? It seems like a, a strange thing to bring up. Yes, that it doesn't yes, do I shouldn't magic. have. No, there's no point in bringing that up. It won't. I must say, you do sound like a magician. A uh, magician. You know, you have that kind of voice. Are you a magician, <clears throat> Roger? No, I wouldn't say. Wouldn't say I'm a magician. No, no, I'm just an antiques expert who just wants to get their hands on a very old soup spoon. Okay. Now, uh, I want to go back to something you said, Stella, which was it makes noise sometimes. Mm. What kind of noise? Like a kind of a tinkly magic noise. Interesting. (laughs) And what did you think that that was? Well, first of all,
of all, I thought it was my tummy. Yeah. Because I have IBS. Okay. Mm. But then I realized that when I wasn't around the spoon, it, my tummy sounded different. Yes. And also the sound wasn't coming from my tummy, it was coming from the spoon. So <laughs> then... That's a dead giveaway, yeah. Mm, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I just thought it was maybe a musical aspect. Ah. And um, maybe it was the wind blowing through... Interesting. Is that, is that a... Old soup spoons do tend to make noises when, you know, particularly coming up to a full moon. And that is the best time to, you know, pass it off to somebody else um, who I'm needs not it. on here to sell it. I was just wondering what it was. Mm. So you Sir. definitely don't want to part with this, Della? No, 10, no, no, it's my everything. 10,000 euros. It's my everything. It's my everything. You're asking me to sell my everything. 100,000 euros. Well, hang on a second, Roger. You said it was worth five euros. Why yes, are you it's worth five, but I'm just being... Generous here. I, this sounds very suspicious. And, uh, very suspicious. Uh, listen, I have a club meeting later this week. And uh, okay. it would meeting. be handy to have that spoon there. And, uh, an antique that. dealer's club meeting. Yes. Hmm. Well, this is making me think that it's actually worth a lot of money and that you're an unscrupulous antiques listen. dealer who's trying okay, to listen, swindler. Listen, listen. Mal- Malcolm the uh, Salubrious has managed to get his hands on the Orb of Horendia. What? And I need to something to combat that. And maybe this, you know... Old Are you talking to us? Or, Are you on another call? <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. You're still on the line. Oh, I think yes, he's trying I'm to explain sure. to us that another, I'm going to guess, magician has some powerful artifact. Listen, I mean, a magician just makes up <laughs> sliding cards underneath other... I'm not a magician, for Christ's sake. I'm a wizard. Wizard, wizard. yeah, yeah. That's so the word we're looking for. You sound like a wizard as well. You sound like a wizard yeah, yeah. too. The fate of a drum chondra depends upon this. Okay. Does I that change anything? Drum oh, really? Why? Yes, that's what I mean. If you give me this... Staff, the staff of Hazo, then I will be able to destroy Dumb Condra and okay. Malcolm. Destroy it. I just don't like Well, just it. wreck it a bit. No, 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 no. Well, what's what's wrong with Dumb Condra, uh, Stella? I crashed my car there. Okay. And um, I called memories. into a house to get some assistance. Oh, yeah. Mm. And Malcolm. They get, hmm? Was it Malcolm? I don't know now if it was Malcolm. He didn't look like a wizard. But, but um, how, how did they respond? They slammed the door in my face. Oh. And um, I've just never forgotten it. And all of them yes. painted with sour brush. Now, would you like to see it destroyed? No. Because that would... I say, no. You know. I, look, I just wanted a bit of advice here. I right. feel like I've got it. I definitely don't... I don't want to be any part of... And as well, this this wizard, if yeah. he's going to destroy Drumcondra willy-nilly, what's next? Uh, yeah, Cabin-tini. well, well, there you go. What? He said Cabantini. No, no, no. Do you live in Cabantini? <laughs> there you go, yeah, well, yeah. Well, you've got ample time to move by the oh, next no, full no. moon. Well, I shouldn't say okay, well, more look, about where I live. I suppose this yeah, man is yeah. going to get me. And reading between the lines, you have a dangerous, magical artifact. Uh, I'm not even sure it's anything to do with the Titanic, to be honest. Who knows where your, your mm. great-grandmother got it. But, um, True. No, it probably wasn't used to sink the Titanic. Oh, oh. It, it was used to sink the Titanic. No, it probably wasn't. God. I but said the exact opposite of what you're I know, now reading but into you, this. That <laughs> seems to be your, what you do. Listen, uh, Stella, stay on the line. Right. Uh, and obviously Roger too, because um, 
I mean, do you, you do know stuff about antiques, right? I mean, you know. Oh what this was. yes, yes, I know a few things. Okay, well, I want to bring on Gus. Uh, Gus, you inherited a very unusual antique from your great uncle. What was that? I inherited um, something very strange and powerful, actually. Okay. It's actually a a shoe, mm-hmm. a shoe of a, a, an ancient old eel, and it's. It's in a sort of a leather, but in a fascinating texture. Sorry, that, a shoe that belonged to an eel? Well, it fits on the foot of an eel, of course. Does an eel have a foot? Oh, yes, yes. It's sort of like, um, you know, well, of course, you know about Nessie and all that. Yes, you know, the Loch Ness Monster, yeah. People, people have very funny ideas about eels. The media paints them a certain way. Not at all what they really are. Okay. At all. This so is an, an eel, shoe. An eel that... I, Sea, swimming in the sea. It has many, many feet. The feet are of varying sizes and shapes, and each one has a different number of toes. Right. So the shoes are very elaborate. Um, back in the back in the day, they used to they used to put. And again, this is just you're just talking about regular eels, sea sea swimming eels, and lakes, and And lakes. lakes. Yeah, yeah, okay. And bog eels also. But uh, I've I've accumulated quite a collection of the, the shoes. And they're actually, they're taking up my whole garden because, as you know, leather goes very hard. Right. So it, it doesn't, it doesn't break down. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I just, I've run out of uses for them. Right. And. Um, so you, you you inherited the original one that you said was very powerful. It was very, very, very powerful. From your indeed. uncle. From my uncle. But are all these other ones powerful? People saw me with the eel shoe. I got a reputation around the town. And anybody who was anybody who found an eel shoe, they dropped it to my door, through my letterbox. And they're very, they don't smell pleasant. Okay. Let me tell you that. So uh, now I am known as the, the... Freak <laughs> who loves Freak. these, who, who attra- I seem to attract these shoes. They're Eel like shoes. mermaids, purse yeah, size. Yeah, got a little more uh, eels for you there, Freak. See? Eel shoes. Uh, I'm just going to dump them in your front garden, all right? Here we go. More again. Right. And who I, was that, do you know? Uh, is that a, I, a I don't or? know him and I'm not going to get into it. But right. the power behind... I'll, I'll finish the story, if you don't Please, mind. Please, yeah. It's me, Calvin, by the, the way. The power, the power behind best these friend. shoes. Just ignore them. <laughs> they are believed to be behind Gail Porter's alopecia. The shoes? Yes. Right. As in... It was when she was filming or? Most Haunted in 2004, I had been for a walk and on one of the sites, and in my pocket... I had. Now I'm. I'm also from the north of Ireland. Right. My mother was. Yeah. If you'll excuse, sometimes I veer between the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it'll come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, okay. We don't. We don't mind what accent you're speaking in. But let me tell you, uh, uh, Gail. Gail went to film <laughs> <laughs> the most haunted special the next day. And two days after that, all her hair fell out. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
And you think it was something to do with the fact that you had this eel shoe in your pocket I know, and was in the area. I know. Right. Okay. Listen, I want to bring in Roger, who's our antiques expert, yes. sort of. Does this, uh, does I think this... what your caller there is suffering <laughs> from is uh, accent morphosis. <laughs> it can be caused by a cursed eel shoe. Okay. Right. That explains yes. that. Um, have you any interest in these eel shoes? Or How any? many eel shoes have you got now? <laughs> Sounds like she's loads. Oh, I've lots. I've plenty and plenty. Mm, <laughs> not very specific. I have, I have about a wellful, if, a well if, you, if you can understand well that term. <laughs> Imagine packing them. Now, they're about the size of half a size of a coffee cup. If you can imagine Each. packing them... Pushing them densely down. Half a venti or something. A, uh, a venti. A venti. So, yes. ha- so uh, what's... Uh, well, if you imagine... When half of 20. A 10. I don't go in for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Listen, don't worry about your accent. Oh, it's, it's a medical condition. Yeah, well, it's, well, a, it's, it's a, a magical condition, it's I think. It's a magical condition. And I have no control over it. But... As I I was trying to explain, when the shoes get compacted, I have a machine, like when cars have reached the end of their life and they yes. get compacted into oh a cube. Oh my God, this is yeah. such a long explanation That's how many she has. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. And you don't, put, you don't actually put them you in a well. You haven't counted them. Admit that you haven't counted them. You don't put them in a well, do you? No. But you, you, you it's an interesting choice of... Measurement. Yeah, measurement, yeah. Like, because a well can be I'm, any depth. I'm from a very, very um, remote part of Scotland. We don't... You're we from don't, Scotland? We never got decimalization <laughs> or any of that. So I have to make so, my own measurements. All right. Uh, okay, how, so... How low is the um, water table that you, this well is... Uh, Oh, I mean, like in the Goonies, when they go and find the treasure, it's that low. Okay, yeah. That, okay. that, that low. Yes, that yes, that yes, low. Minus any treasure, Imperial unfortunately. Imperial measurements, yes. So, but are these, Roger, are these shoes worth anything? Like, they sound dangerous. Uh, they gave Gail Porter alopecia, for example. Yes. They've, they've messed up Gus's accents. Yes. Um, well, if you... If the... Gail Porter was cursed. Uh, yeah, we know that. that. Well, before the eel shoe cursed, oh. she was told that if she came into contact with an eel shoe, that she would get develop alopecia. Well, I just think it's very strange because I've been travelling throughout the 90s as well and places where I've been... <laughs> You've been travelling <laughs> throughout the 90s. Horrible things have happened after I've left with the eel shoe in the polka. Such as... I don't want to say some of them. They're so bad. Mm, you know, I've been doing some Let's... research and charts about a certain number of incidents that happened in the 90s. And this may be the key to the whole thing. What kinds of incidents? Um, gosh. Uh, well, I think about the was, 90s. Um, I think about take that breaking up. Was that was that part of it? Did that no, happen in the no, 90s? No. Yeah, I mean. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, Robbie left. Robbie certainly. left. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Robbie leaving take that. <laughs> the breakup of uh, the, the um, non-lasting success of Two Unlimited. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. They deserve to be a lot <laughs> bigger. 
they deserve to be a lot bigger. Yeah. They had grunge. many, many good songs. Grunge, that was a terrible catastrophe, <laughs> yeah. which uh, is on my charts. Um, so you think this is all to do with the There was a minivan that uh, drove into a ditch in okay. outside Letterkenny. Was this all to do with eel shoes? It may be. It okay, may so this be. Is the... Were you in those places at that time? Probably, yes. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I would say so. I mean, you remember meeting Robbie Williams specifically. It was a hazy time because being to, in to, his get vicinity. Through, to get through the... the <laughs> The foggy stench of the of the shoes. I I relied heavily on psychedelics at the time. Right. Psychedelics and mainly ecstasy. So my memories. I mean, a lot of the nineties, as I'm sure many of the listeners will remember, were spent stumbling through a field with a with a glow stick. Yeah. You and know. But if you're stumbling, if you're stumbling through a field at a glow stick so on ecstasy I... and psychedelics, you probably bumped into Robbie Williams at some point. I'm sure I did, but I I don't know. You know, I lost a lot of the 90s, but I find that a lot of things that happened are probably down to me. The bad the bad things. I'm, I'm confused now because you said you thought that that Gail Porter got alopecia because of that's, the, that's the shoe. That's a fact. No, because of the shoe. Yes. And Roger, you backed that up saying she that she was cursed because, because in the advance. Spirits, the spirits mm-hmm. in the haunted mm-hmm. places that she was visiting for her TV show. She says they gave her the alopecia, but, but that's not you, yeah. the case. It and was me lurking in the background with a pocket full of eel shoes. And Roger, you know that she was cursed, whereby if she did... If she did come into contact with eel shoes, then she would develop alopecia. That is written in the stones of Okronja. Uh, what's that, some kind of prophecy? Uh, no, it's just a place where I keep some notes. Oh, okay, right. But, yeah. but you had heard this from a reliable source. I heard this for, from a friend of mine, Malcolm. Okay, look, whatever the truth is about the 90s and Gail, it sounds like these things are dangerous. What should Gus do with them, Roger? I don't know. Maybe head to, let's say, Drumcondra. And bring them to Drumcondra. Bring them all to Drumcondra. Yeah. Um, there's a chap there I know, Malcolm, uh, yeah. who will be able to deal with them. Don't wake him. Don't tell him that you're delivering a thousand, a well full of eel shoes. Uh, yeah. Just drop them in his garden and uh, leave the rest to fate. Okay, does that sound like a good plan for you? Yes. You're yes. happy to get rid of them. You want rid of them. I will get rid of them because I think I'm... I'm look, I say bring on the next chapter. In my life. Yeah. yeah. With, with one accent and no curses, no alopecia. I... Yeah. Well, listen, um, Roger, maybe you'd give uh, Gus Malcolm's address off air. Oh, no, I'll give it on air. It's 47 Oakfield Drive. In Drumcondra. Drumcondra. Okay. Uh, so you can drop the issues there. And um, you're you just to go back to you, Lorna, you definitely don't want to sell the... This crystal is after it's kind of... It's lighting up now. Okay. <laughs> Has that happened before? No. Right. Wonder no. what that's about. It's kind of. I don't know what it's about. Is it making a tinkly noise? It's making the tinkly magic sound. Right. It's kind of hypnotic, actually. Is that? I think I have to go. Is that dangerous, Roger? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> hey, should we do something? Yes. Repeat after me. Are you talking to us? Yes, I'm talking to you. You must repeat these words. Otherwise, that uh, spoon, spoon, soup spoon, will become hotter than um, uh, oh, like a peat briquette that's on fire. 
pretty hot. Um, I mean, that doesn't seem that dangerous no. if she just puts it outside. <laughs> yes, you must, you must put it outside. Okay, I'll put it outside. But okay, thanks. Goodbye now. <laughs> okay, Lorna, thanks for calling in. <laughs> Gus and uh, Roger have been great chatting to you as well. I'll have to oh, have you back on the show yes, to uh, talk about it. Yes, thanks so much, guys. Thank you all for phoning it in. As I'm sure you know, Phoning It In is just one of the many excellent podcasts on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Here's a little teaser for another one you should definitely check out. My name is Keen, And I'm James. And we host Sissy That Pod. Sissy That Pod is a fun, informative and comprehensive companion podcast into the world of the queer and colourful cultural behemoth that is RuPaul's Drag Race. Join us every week as we cover the current season of the show, All Star 7, through the eyes of two queer Irish fans. Or scour through our back catalogue wherever you get your podcasts or on headstuffpodcast.com to check out the other seasons we've covered. But for now, start your engine. It's time to crown an ultimate queen. Do you like this podcast and want to support the show? If so, please tell some friends about it. Do a little tweet or an Insta story about us. If you can afford it, you can also support the show financially through Headstuff+. Plus. For a small monthly fee, you'll get access to a heap of bonus content from every single show on the network. That includes new bonus episodes of this show, which are released every other week. So please head on over to Headstuff Plus and sign up today. My guest joining me in the studio today calls himself the Coffin Confessor. You can hire him to crash your funeral and make revelations to your loved ones after you're dead. Welcome to the show, Evan Knows. Hey, how are you? How are you, Evan? Um, Evan, people hire you when they're alive if they have a secret and then they show up at their, you show up at their funeral uh, or their will reading to break the news. Um, how not do- always break the news sometimes it's a good secret. Yeah, no, no, I don't mean, I don't necessarily mean that in a bad way. I'm just wondering, um, how did you get into this? Like, who was your first client? I prefer to call them mates. Your mates, okay, yeah. Um, and my first mate, not in a boat sense, just don't think I've ever said that before, but my first mate, call him a client. Um, oh, not a first mate as in a first not, mate on a boat. Not on a boat, yeah, wasn't yeah, on a boat, yeah. just to... No, that's clear. Clear that up. Um, I mean, I can give you his name, you won't know him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can give me his name anyway, yeah. Tim, right? Tim, yeah. Tim, right? Yeah. Do you want a second name? Oh no, no, that's fine, Tim. Yeah, yeah. Tim, yeah. Um, and uh, well, we were um, on one of those group, you know, a group holiday of so people who came come on their own. Do you know those holidays? Like, if you want to go on holiday, but you yes. don't want to go on your own, you can sign up to go on a group holiday. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. So you're. Alone, but you're together alone. Yes, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you make friends with the people on the yeah, in yeah, the group. yeah. For some people, it's about making friends, and for some people, it's just about staying safe. Okay, yeah, yeah. For me, it was about staying safe. Why? I get into all sorts of trouble, as you can well tell by where I've landed now. But um, I would be prone to getting attacked. I'd be prone to getting mugged I'd be prone to falling overboard uh, just getting in trouble so I need to I need I needed that security of a group why are you prone to getting attacked would you say 
think I just want one of them faces. One of those faces? As I think so. As in, well, I'm looking at you here now, like a mm. face of somebody who... Just one of them faces where you want to punch. Aggressive, kind of? No, no, no just one of them faces that you're like, if I punch this face, I couldn't mess it up anymore. Right. That man's face looks like it's already been rearranged. Yeah. Let's see what one little extra touch will do. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're right. Would you notice a big difference after an attack? No. <laughs> But maybe after the first few, you would have. And now it's just, it's too far gone. It's definitely too far gone. But you know, beauty's on the inside. Yeah. And you met this guy, Tim, on one of these holidays? That's right. Right. And um, uh, look, we had a brilliant time. As I say, I didn't go for friendship, but I found it. Yeah. And when you find friendship, you gotta eat it up with a spoon. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Where are we on holidays? We were in holidays. <laughs> we were in holidays on the Isle of Wight. Oh, yeah. Very nice. I'd always wanted to go to the Isle of Wight. And I never could. Because you didn't have anyone to go with. Because it's very dangerous. Oh, is it? Um, as I say, everywhere is very dangerous For when you. they look like this. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, one of these. Yeah, so we were there. We were having a great time. And Tim died. And we on the holiday? On the holiday. Oh, right. And we couldn't bring him back because it was a bacterial infection that his corpse was absolutely stinking. <laughs> right, okay. And we couldn't get him on a plane, we couldn't get him on a boat, and there was a storm coming. So we had to give him a, 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 a traditional burial, which he had requested on his deathbed right there in the Isle of Wight. Okay. And <laughs> so he was just buried in a in a graveyard on the Isle of Wight. Well, it was a traditional burial. Yeah, I don't want to. What do you mean by that? I thought that was just like you 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 dig a six foot hole and you put them in a coffin and. Well, that'd be one type of traditional okay, yeah, burial. Yeah, yeah. No, he wanted to be cut up <laughs> into little sugar cube pieces and buried each one a meter apart. Right. What, <laughs> what tradition is that? What's what? Where does that come from? <laughs> It was just in his family. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. That's a lot of work, I'd say. Oh, <laughs> and this storm was coming. I mean, it was windy. Little bits of them kept blowing around. Sugar cube size of, I mean, a sugar cube size piece of a brain is very dense. That was fine. Yeah. But then some of the fatty bits, very not dense. Yeah. Very light and just flutter <laughs> away. Fluttering away in the wind. And were you going up and, and catching all the bits that were flying away? And he was a big man. <laughs> <laughs> right. So before Tim died, presumably he confessed something to you that he wanted shared with his family. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say, don't go to the Isle of Wight because the entire soil of the whole island is infected with that bacterial infection. Do not go there. Okay. Um, yeah, so he, he he confessed to me something and he said, and will you tell my family this? Well, okay. So, I mean, none of his family were there. Yeah, of course. So yeah. I had to come back, find them yeah. and tell them. And they were not happy. Well, what did you tell them? I told them that Tim... Was actually had actually gone on Ancestry.com Yeah Found out That his father 
had another family Mm -hmm. and Tim had become best friends with all of them and now called himself one of them. Okay, yeah. And and, and, and it, it broke his mother's heart. Uh, yeah, I can imagine, yeah. And Tim, uh, Tim's father d- didn't know that family, had no connection with them? Tim's father didn't know a thing. He didn't even know he had? Didn't even know he had. Wow. So now, they, th- he's, after, <laughs> he's after having to split his will. The kids are angry because this other family oh, is yeah. claiming, well, didn't have to, claiming allowances. Oh, they want allowances from Like going back. Backdated. Way back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. So that was the start of your coffin confessor journey, uh, which which took a little bit longer than I thought, truth be told. Fascinating story, though. Um, um, we do have some guests to, to, to chat to as well. So um, uh, I'm not walking now today. No, no, that's fine. We just we, we want. I'm not taking any secrets. No, 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 no. These are. This is just a discussion because it's a fascinating okay. um, uh, yeah. uh, job. Mm. Um, Rachel is on the line. Rachel, hi. Uh, you're still reeling from the announcement you um, that sorry that that Evan made at your husband Mike's funeral. Yeah. What was what was the announcement? Yeah, I, I, um, well, you know, I mean. I'm reeling from that more than I'm actually reeling from uh, my husband dying, to be honest. the You know, that was like, I was surprised. Mm-hmm. I was like, actually, you know, I'm all right with this. And then, guess what? You were all right with your husband dying. Yeah, you know, it's a surprising thing. You don't know until you... How did he die? Out. He was, uh, he died of um, botulism. Botulism? <laughs> That's uh it's unusual these days, isn't it? It's very unusual yeah. these days. And um yeah, he just he But it wasn't that's not what um what Tim died of, was it? No. Okay. Okay, that's fine. No, I just no, thought he, it's similar and I know there's nothing to do with they've nothing no, to do no, with No, no, they have nothing to do with that. Anyway, so, you don't <laughs> think botulism is bacterial. Bacterial, okay. I, well, I babies don't, I don't get know. it from honey and you used to get it from cans if you had a dented can but now they coat the cans but that does sound bacterial related though no? I feel like it's from something to do with the roast the metal. and the metal right. you don't know how your husband we got I don't know it might be bacteria no. I don't know no it's okay that's alright I don't know he just came back from the Isle of Wight said I've got botulism <laughs> and collapsed on the spot right uh, again not related who to who knows who to knows how Tim. it happened um, so what was the revelation then anyway, that, that the funeral, Evan... Yeah, he, he, um, funeral is happening. Everyone's like, oh, you know, he was a great lad, wasn't he? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, oh, you'll miss him. And I'm like, yo, not that much now that we're here. And, um... <laughs> you don't and, have to keep dwelling on the, how much you're not going to miss your No, husband. no, I was just saying that, like, you know, when, once it happened, I was, it was like, do you know what, it's kind of a weight off my shoulders. Again... Weird, we don't need to dwell on it. What was the revelation? Great, great, great. Well, anyway, uh, in he comes. Uh, Evan. Evan himself, yeah. yeah. He uh, he comes up to me and he says, I have a secret for you. And uh, I said, not now, not now. Mm. Um, you must get that a lot, Evan, do you? Like just bursting into a funeral. We tend to creep. Rather than burst. Yeah. That way people yeah. don't get. I was up and then I just come right up to somebody's ear and say it really quickly. Right, like the the the, the in this case the um, the widow. Yeah, but she saw me. Right. I, he was hiding behind the coffin, 
hiding down there and uh, I was like what are you doing down there and he said I have a secret for you and I said not now not now I'm here at my husband's funeral and it's not that as bad as I thought and uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, what I was talking about took a long time <laughs> <laughs> what's that no don't mind her uh, oh yeah well him. He says to me, I have a secret for you. I said, not now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Not now. Jesus. I'm here at my husband's funeral. Not as bad <laughs> Evan, as Evan, what did you tell him? Her. I was there at her husband's funeral. Yeah, we've yeah. been over that part of it. He died of What did you reveal? <laughs> well. To Rachel. I, I, I'm almost embarrassed to say it now, but he, he, um, he loved paper planes. He loved paper planes. Yeah. And I said, okay. Like, just, like a, when you make, like you throw up an air paper airplane. Is when there you make, any other way? I don't know. I just I'm surprised. I'm, I guess I'm just trying to God, clarify. Yeah, and I was like, well, that's lovely. And um, he was a know. pilot. Okay. Nah. <laughs> you know where that's gone? No. Well, he. I mean, I explained this to the widow, but. It's quite distracted, but yeah, he got the gist of it. He loved paper planes. He'd, he'd after investing a load of money, their money, her yeah. money, her family money, yeah, into prototypes of human scale paper planes. Okay, he was working with um, O'Leary, you know, yeah, yeah, Michael O'Leary, yeah, uh, no, oh, sorry, <laughs> who <laughs> the, the fella, the football player. I don't know who that is. Yeah, the football player O'Leary is his second name. And then had invested a load into human-sized paper planes. And he'd gone through, um, I don't know if you know this, but it's actually the FDA medical approval that you go through for um, testing planes. They do um, medical devices, pharmaceuticals and um, aeronautical devices. Not the Aviation Authority, No. And um, he got I mean, a prototype. He signed can, up. You can see why I walked of, away at that point. I was like, it, "This is okay." I get it. A he lot of people died on his watch. He'd signed up a load of people for the clinical trial. He flew them up in a paper plane into the sky. Yeah. He had he found some big men to Throw launch them. it. Yeah. And they obviously didn't get very far. First of all, it was rainy on the day. I, I mean, I, I I was shouting this now at her, at her husband's funeral because yeah. I was so enraged that no one was paying attention to me. Mm. I was in the car at this point. And um, yeah, a load of people died in his watch. Now, he was on the plane with them. He was on the plane, but he had an um a, uh, one of those, like a jetpack. Oh, okay. So he saved himself. He had a functioning jetpack that he was wearing. So he mustn't have really now, trusted... No, that wasn't made out of paper. No, no, no. Yeah. But he must not have trusted the prototype that much if he was wearing a jetpack. I in guess a way, not. Like I guess I not. Did and look... he, in turning on the jetpack, he set the whole <laughs> set thing alight. Oh, he he jumped the gun as in it was it was okay? Up to it, was well, okay. it was okay. I mean, it going wasn't going... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It he, wasn't he going. did it across a big ravine, yeah, rather than just in a field yeah, or something. Yeah, I mean, he yeah, was really yeah. testing it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so they all died. They all died. Right. Three hundred people. Wow. And he told. He then told you and said, "Tell my wife this. Tell my wife this. Wow. I really why want her think, to know all the details." Why do you think he wanted her to know? I guess she was going to find out that the accounts were empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she might get the bad karma. 
passed down from him, you know. Is that how it works? I think so. Uh, Rachel, uh, had you seen this about the accounts? Did you know there was money missing? I, as soon as um, I figured it out, you know, on the car away from the funeral, I was like, let me just check my accounts. And um, I looked in and everything was gone. Uh, Now, um, sorry, Rachel, I have to cut you off. Uh, We've actually got, this is bizarre. We've got Mike on the line. Your husband. Mike. Oh, hey, how's it going, Mike? How are you getting on there? How, How are we all? Mike, we, everyone thought now, you were Mike. dead. There's been a funeral. I'm, 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 now. I'm far from dead. Where, I'll tell where, you that much. where are you, Mike? Oh, that's for me to know. I'm. Uh... Mike, I cut you up and. No, I didn't. No, that was Tim. Yeah. Let's just say I'm enjoying myself, okay? And there's nothing to be worried about. Uh, all good. So, all what? Good. Have you taken the money from this um, failed scheme and somehow gone honest, on the run look, with us? Tweaks to be made, but it's not—it's not a failure. And I, I resent uh, all you, all you insinuating that my paper plane venture was a failure. Well, you told uh, Evan yeah, to, you to, to tell the story. Yeah, you confessed it to me. I confessed it to you, but you—you you missed the part where I said I have a few tweaks to be making, and then it'll be grand. Boy, uh, you were—you were dying. You were dying. You said you were—you said you uh, were. Do you know what? I'm an Abby actor. I'm an happy actor. I'm very good at that. Understand? Why did you want I'm me to confess this to your wife? To Why honest, would you do that to your wife? Our marriage was going very stale. You have to understand that. Well, yeah, she didn't uh, seem yeah. bothered now, by your death very at all. Stale. Nothing going on between the sheets. All and right. Also, in a in a meeting the mind sort of way, we'd nothing to be talking about. So I said, "Look, what do I need to do here? I need to spice things up." That's where I came up with the idea. Paper plane. Now, now, to be fair, to be fair, I should not have involved the, the strangers. The, the 300 plane. people. Shouldn't have got them involved. Yeah. Now, they are dead. Hands up, wrong. Oh, they okay, are dead. Made a mistake. Why didn't you just Sorry make up that. the story and then, like, you didn't need to do the actual paper plane. Well, I you regret it now, but you, look. Wait, this look, was all done to spice up made... your marriage? Yeah, it was. <laughs> but it didn't work. Well, Well, uh, do you think maybe the fact that you faked your own death might have spiced things up? I'm hoping it did. Well, Rachel didn't seem that bothered. No, I How do you feel now that you know that he's alive? Yeah, I moved on pretty much. Straight away? And you know what? Uh, Don't care. Don't care. Happy you did. I'm in Vegas having a great time. Okay, so you you don't want her back? Not at all. Right. Thought I did. Thought I did. Actually, don't. Who are you calling? Listen to Irish radio from... Bloody Vegas, the timeline, time difference. I'm not actually in Vegas. I'm in a bar called Vegas in Thailand. And let me tell you, it's a gentleman's paradise well, over here. Same thing a with the time difference. It must be the, okay. must be the middle of the morning. Uh, listen, uh, we don't have time for this. Uh, what are you, what are you going to do now? What, uh, what's your plan? Look, Thailand's a big place. Right. You don't know where I am. Those, the court doesn't know where I am. Nobody knows where I am. And let me tell you, I am having a. You're ball. having a great time. I'm you just told ball. us where you are, so if anyone wants to find you, they can go to oh, the Vegas. Good luck. Vegas good luck. Oh, you mean a bear called Vegas in Thailand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you told us that. Oh. Yes. Well, look, uh, look, we, we don't have much time left. Obviously, the twist in this uh, tale is that, Rachel, you moved on. Yeah. And now you're with <laughs> Evan. Well, yeah. Is that I true? Mean... Is that actually for real? Oh, sorry. I thought you were gone. Are you still there? Is that actually for real? Are you there, Mike? Well, yeah. I, I mean, you know. For real? He, he's a... Um, you opportunistic. Little. It took a long time Lager. now. It took a long time. No, 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 no. Wait, this is only 
This is only we a few weeks, back, a few weeks ago, Evan. though. That I know, but she was into it almost immediately. I, I, and yeah, I, I, I was like, oh, you were. I yeah. was like, no, 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 hold no. on. I did hold work on. for Evan for a number of years. We are <laughs> colleagues for years. He flew my plane. You stabbed me in the back now. You stabbed me in the back. You, you were dead. I thought you were dead. I was That's grieving true. you. You, you, you know what? Sometimes, sometimes people grieve and they and no, ha- strange things happen. I'm not happy, yeah. and I am very much not happy. Well, I'm afraid we're out of time. <laughs> I want to thank all of my guests. Lovely note to end. Yes, on. the lovely note to end on. I want to thank all of my guests today, but I especially want to thank Perler Work, Sophie Shanley, and Mark Canton. Guys, do you have anything you want to plug, Mark? Ooh, no, nothing specifically. When is this coming out? Uh, June 6th I don't know Just look around For things Are we, Do we have a gig? <laughs> we have a gig July 20th Is that it? I think so Well remembered um, Let me just check so that So me and Mark We are, are upstairs doing... In the International On the, the 20th of July Yes uh, Yeah you know Follow me uh, Follow me I'm doing something On the 10th and I'm doing something on the 12th. But you can only find out what those are if you follow me on Twitter. Okay. Breadcrumbing everyone. Yeah. <laughs> mysterious, now, exciting things. Pearl, do you have any other folk? No. Any old classics? No. Nothing? Okay. Very consistent. <laughs> Sophie? No. No? Social no. medias? Nothing? Uh, yeah. Sophie Shanley, if you want. Lovely. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank you to Heads of Podcast Network for having us and to Bobby Ahern for our theme music. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. Phoning it in. Phoning it in. If you're in a quandary or got dirty laundry, then you should be phoning it in. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to Headstuff Plus. 